to Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and there is ton and I mean a ton of news coming out um, from 49ers land because um, a bunch of stuff happened in this game. We got injuries that happen, and then you've got some things that are going to need to happen. But you know what? The good news is, Alex, maybe things aren't as bad as we first thought yesterday. So if you went to if you went to bed on Sunday night and you were thinking, "Oh my gosh, we're in trouble." Might not be that bad. May not be that bad. And that's that's crazy to yeah. think because it was looking dire. Ant wore the black. He's in mourning. <laughs> but there may not be anything to mourn. We're just going to have to wait and see. So make sure you hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Because if there's any breaking news about guys' status being good to go, not good to go, we'll be on it. We'll be on top of it. We'll bring it right to your faces. You don't want to miss it. Um, but look, it, uh, the injury updates are in. It's it's a, It's official. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo might be a go, and he he could be a go. Right now, they're kind of still just waiting to see what happens, but it's looking like a calf contusion for Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo, which is something that we've already seen George Kittle play through it and beat and, and be able to operate and do the things that he needs to do. There is the, poss- there is the possibility that Jimmy Garoppolo could be suited up and could be activated, ready to go. They're going to take this day-to-day, see how he feels, see how he progresses. Uh, Jimmy people, super excited about this. Great people. Probably not as excited about this. We'll see what happens. You know, they're not going to put this guy out there if he's not feeling good and not feeling comfortable. You got to imagine, based off Jimmy's comments though in that post-game presser, right? About he's sick of this, he's tired of it, and all this stuff that he wants to play. He wants to show that he can get through this. But also, if he can't go 100%, we've seen the types of struggles that Jimmy can have, especially after that first drive. The report was that came out, right, Ant, that this happened on the first drive of the game. Yeah, it did. Um, we went back and watched, and sure enough, you can see him limping and kind of moving slowly and gingerly as he's dropping back to throw. It was interesting to watch because I didn't pick up on it live, um, but once it's pointed out, you can definitely see that that is the case. Jimmy is definitely laboring, and now Kyle Shannon says that it's you know the, the calf contusion and that Jimmy Garoppolo's day-to-day went in on Monday and is completely sore, which is understandable when you have a, you know something that happens like this. Um, it's all going to come down to Wednesday when he start, you know, when he gets out there, how he feels. Kyle Shanahan talked about that. Hopefully, a lot of the the soreness is starting to go away, and then they'll be able to move forward with what their game plan is. It's kind of a catch twenty two because if Jimmy Garoppolo is is ready to go or is going to be able to play, it appears that that's what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. That's what the, he would like for this football team to continue with Jimmy Garoppolo as the starting quarterback. However, if Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to be going, you can't stretch this out like you can with like a George Kittle, for instance. Because with George Kittle, if you insert him in or out, it changes the playbook up some. When you're talking about a quarterback, you have to completely tailor this offense to fit the strengths of Trey Lance right now, especially as he's developing and learning the scheme. You want to put him in situations where he can be successful. So a game plan for Trey Lance um, needs to be inserted, and that's why Wednesday is a a big time for Jimmy Garoppolo, whether he is going to be healthy or not, because then they're going to decide if they need to go all in on Trey, and they might decide this early in the week. They might push it longer, but definitely they're going to have to go with the thought process of it could be Trey Lance starting in Arizona, and if it is, this is what the offense is going to look like, and this is what the offense needs to do to take advantage of what Arizona's defense does. 
Correct, and you know that there's going to be slight shifts in, t in terms of things that you know Arizona's going to want to do to attack Trey Lance and different different ways to attack Jimmy Garoppolo and, and how they go about doing those things. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be important. This is a terrible week for Kyle Shanahan because you're going to spend a lot of time working on two different potential game plans and really focusing in on one of them and maybe sacrificing the other. I would imagine the focus would be heavily on Trey Lance because you need to have the game plan developed heavily for the rookie in case that's the route you need to go and able to, in order to give him opportunities to have success on the field. Because we saw, if you have a game plan that's not tailored to Trey Lance, you see some of the areas that he can already struggle in, making quick reads, things of that nature. Um, not necessarily the ball coming out of his hand, because it comes out of his hand fast, but getting the ball out of his hand up to the point of release, he winds up, he elongates, which means those windows, if you're asking him to throw in tight windows, there's going to be times where there's success, and there's going to be times where there's not success, where there should be. Um, so those, all of those things are going to play into how this game plan gets developed and how Kyle goes about doing it and the types of positions he puts trays into. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what route this goes, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take, you know, Wednesday is that, that first kind of official day. If Jimmy does some good stuff, they may slowly shift away from some things with that tray thing, the tray offense or the tray game plan, I guess would be the right way to put it. Cause it's the same offense. It's just different ways to go about executing formations and what you're looking to, to actually attack. Um, you're probably going to see a big heavy dose of both game plans being inserted because if Jimmy can't go, you have, or in the game gets hurt again, Trey's going to have to be able to go and you can't sure. have the same thing that happened, you know, the week before. Yeah. You expect the backup quarterback to be able to run the offense that the starter runs. Um, but at this point, that's just not something you can do because they, number one, they have completely different skill sets. Um, Jimmy has a quick release. Trey doesn't. Jimmy's not very mobile. Uh, Trey oh, yes. is, you know, very much so. Um, Trey can use his legs in a way that Jimmy can't. Um, Jimmy right now is a master of this offense, so he's going to be able to go through one, two, three, four progressions where Trey Lance is going to go one, two, read one side of the field right now. He's developing. He's learning. So there are things that these guys do differently. Now, it does make a lot of sense for the 49ers, no matter how long this takes and whether they decide early on in the week who's going to be the quarterback, do not let Arizona know who the quarterback is going to be. Accurate. So all week long, Jimmy Garoppolo should be an option for the 49ers as far as who, what they tell the media and how they're portraying it because they want Arizona to have to prepare for both. That will give them an advantage, at least when they get there, that people have to be prepared for what Kyle Shanahan is going to do with Trey Lance, and they already know what he can do with Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback. So from a scheme standpoint, that makes a lot of sense. So as we get later in the week, if Jimmy's not practicing, if he doesn't get limited practice, um, he, he's probably not going to play, but I think they're going to leave it out there for Arizona to think that he will no matter what. Correct. Uh, I, I would. That would be the smart thing yeah. to do. Um, you know, smoke screen this thing up, you know, make this so it's very hard to predict what, what it is you have to do and make a team stretch them thin. Stretch them extremely thin in terms of their preparation and what they're trying to dial up and what they're trying to do. Um, the, the further you stretch them, the harder it is for them to perfect all of these right. things and feel 100% comfortable with them. Um, and if you end up going having to go with the rookie, great. They, they may be prepared for the rookie. They may even be more prepared for the rookie than for Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But at least, you know, they're not as prepared as they would be if they knew flat out from the, you know, from the start of the week. We got one kid. We got one guy. Let's go be aggressive after this kid. You know, they may have different packages and formations they put in to address Jimmy Garoppolo and take the middle of the field away. Again, all of those things, this, this guessing game, I guess, that Kyle's playing right now with, with the media and with the Cardinals is actually a positive thing for the 49ers. So fan base, no matter who it is you want at quarterback in week four or week five, excuse me, for this team, 
Uh, the good news is, is that potentially both options are on the table, which is great for the 49ers, and even better for this offense because it makes it that much harder to know what you're going to see on Sunday. I want whoever's going to win the game. That's who I want to play quarterback. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't care if it's Trey Lance. Uh, I don't care if it's both of them operating in tandem at times. I don't care um, if it's Muhammad Sanu. Uh, okay. Whatever it takes to win, that is what I want because I'm a 49er fan and I, I want them to win football games. Um, I want to see Jimmy Garoppolo be successful when he's out there, and I want Trey Lance to be successful when he's out there. I want him to continue to improve in those situations. Um, so that's kind of just my stance on it. That's my 49er fandom coming out. Um, you're, just, the, you're just a homer. Well, I am a homer, and all the, all the while realizing that I can keep it down the middle and understand each player's strengths and weaknesses and comment on those strengths and weaknesses because as a, as a coach, you want to evaluate those and then put them in good situations. So that's why when we say that, you know, is it going to be good for Trey to work with the ones this week? Yes, it will be. Um, he'll get more rhythm and chemistry with them. And at the same time, it's very key for Kyle Shannon to put together a practice plan that is going to use his skill sets, but also keep him in situations to be able to be successful and away from his limitations. Um, so make sure you can shield him and help him. And this will be the first time there'll be a game plan overall for Trey to be able to do that. What it will look like will give us a good idea of, of exactly how they feel that, you know, Trey Lance is progressing in the offense. But I don't think anyone, I mean, that, you know, that really watches a lot of football thought that Trey Lance was going to be able to come into that game and operate at a high level, um, you know, without without having any preparation. And also just the fact that he's at the stage of his development. Um, but I thought he did admirably. I thought he went out there and really competed. And, and the thing I can say about that guy is you know whether you think he's a very good player right now or not you know um we can all agree that that guy is a very good person and he's going to grow and he's going to have success because um he definitely works his butt off to make sure that he does he does all the right things and i think i can feel confident having a quarterback of the future that that's trying to do that all of his comments post game too were you know hey you know things maybe i made some mistakes here i did this i did that but what I'm most excited about is over the next 24 hours being able to turn the page and get focused on this next right. game because of you know how different my responsibility is going to be going into this week. This is a guy who is very well aware of what his limitations are right now, what he's struggling with, and what he needs to do to start preparing to get ready. As a quarterback, that's really all I want. I want you to be aware of your weaknesses. I want you to be aware of your strengths, and I want you to be aware of what it is that you need to do in order to get yourself to a better level, to elevate yourself, and to help elevate this team. Because, you know, I, I can have my uh, feelings and, you know, uh, Ew. Ew. Feel. I, I can have my feelings and my, you know, perception of how Trey performed and played. Whether or not I feel he, you know, really added anything truly to the offense or not. That's fair and that's fine. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It matters how he perceives it. It matters how Kyle Shanahan views it within his system. And it matters how they're going to go about fixing and correcting the things that they need to fix and correct in order for him to have success. They do those things and they get it done. I don't really care. I just want those things fixed. And the best part about going into a week in which the idea is that you're going to be the guy playing is that you can put him in situations where those weaknesses aren't on full display, where the reads are a little bit easier, where everything is a little more designed and fit to get it to a point where he doesn't have to think so much. He can just go out there and execute because what you're asking him to do, he's comfortable with, number one. And number two, he's repped it. He's gotten right. over it. He understands it. He knows what to see. He knows what to look for. And if he doesn't see the things that he's been working on in practice and that you've been instructing him to go through in practice in terms of read progressions, coverages, schemes, disguises, and things of that nature, um, he can be like, okay, those things aren't there. I'm not seeing what I need to see here. It's time to tuck the ball and run, or it's time to just throw the ball away and get to the next set. 
Yeah, when you're watching football, the cool thing about it is eventually perception doesn't matter. It's all about production. It's how Absolutely. it's actually going on the field. Um, there's a, the old adage, you know, it really doesn't matter as long as you win, and, and that is the case. So if, if Trey Lance goes out there, I don't care if it's ugly. You know, I don't care if he completes, you know, 13 of 23 passes, you know, and he, as long as they win the football game, he's doing enough to help the team win. So um, when you're getting out there and doing that, I mean, I've, I've, I've had the same thought process with Jimmy Garoppolo. There were times where I was like, Oh, Jimmy, you can play better than this. But in the same regard, Jimmy Garoppolo won football games. So if you put your team in a position to win, that's all that can be asked of you. Um, so, yeah, sometimes, I mean, yeah, we all have our, our thoughts and, and perceptions, and everyone does. I mean, everyone has and they're, a thought and perception. They're very wide and, and vary in many ways. They do, 100%, because everyone sees the game differently. Sure. And um, But you know what? Production-wise, that's what's going to you know stand the test of time. So we'll see what happens in this game. If it ends up being Trey that's the starter, We'll see how you know Kyle Shannon puts this together, operates this offense, um, because early in that Seattle game, the way he was operating that offense with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm, it looked pretty good. Um, whether that was running the football or you know throwing the ball, it was outside the numbers, inside it, everything looked good. So let's see if they can duplicate that. Whether that is Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, just get that going early on in the game, because I think that if they can, then they can go ahead and rack up some points on Arizona. Arizona will give them you know ability and and possibilities and avenues to do that. But if not, um, it could be another long day. Let's hope it's not that. Let's hope it's not that. Let's hope we can get this done. I don't think it's going to be long. I don't think it's going to be either. Um, you know, the Niners haven't played. This isn't like last year where they've put together some really bad performances on on tape and haven't been in football games. They've been in football games. Yeah. Right now, the one difference between the 2019 season and the 2020 season is that the close games haven't gone our way yet. They haven't. That's true. We've had opportunities in 2019 season. We had opportunities in close games, and the Niners found a way to get it done. They overcame the adversity at that time and found a way to win games early in that season that built up that confidence for big wins later in the season. 2020 hasn't been the case. Those close games have not gone the 49ers way. In fact, they've gone the other direction in other teams' favor. They're the ones who've been able to execute at the end of the games. They're the ones who have you know, put themselves in the position to come out on top, and the 49ers have not done that. Does that mean that this team is done for and, and gonzo and it's, it is, it's the end of the world? No. It just means that they haven't done and cleaned up enough things yet in order to come out on top in these close, tightly con contested games. I know 49ers fans have been frustrated about that. And a lot of 49ers fans didn't expect there to be a lot of close games during the season. I know right. a lot of fans and people were hoping that there was going to be blowout, 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 blowout. I was hoping that. I, I know I was too. You're hoping blowout, 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 blowout leading into Arizona. You blow them out, and then you have your first real test in the Colts. And that's not how this has worked out. It's not how this season has gone. And a variety of circumstances have played that part. But the 49ers have two losses on the season by nine points or less. This team is in the driver's seat. They have control of their own destiny. They can find a way to climb out of this two and two start and get themselves not only right back into playoff contention, but into the conversation of one of the better teams in the NFC and one of the better teams in the NFC West. But it starts in week five with Arizona and it starts with not letting the offense get off to a slow start and the defense building on their first-half performance, and even, to an extent, their second-half performance, because they only gave up, truly, 14 points in that second half. Truly. I get that they scored three touchdowns, but I don't know what you expect that defense to do when Trenton Cannon gives them the ball inside the 15. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing that's going to help the offense, though, is Trent Williams is, is a possibility to be able to play. Day-to-day. Day-to-day. Um, I know, you know, there was a big concern. I know Jay Hill told us right away, you know, he thought it was maybe season-ending on face-off. Um, yeah, it doesn't appear to be season ending. It appears that he landed wrong and hurt his shoulder and he's day to day. And they said it was great news what they had heard from Trent Williams. Whenever you hear a coach talking about injury and he says great news, 
I'm 100% feeling good about it. So that means we have a very good possibility of having Trent Williams out there. That is a good sign. We need him out there, um, you know, because we, you know, I mean, we have a, a nice guy behind him that's that's developing, but he needs time to develop. Um, Jaylon Moore. Good old Jaylon Moore. As, the, as they would call him, even though his name is Jalen Moore. Um, whatever. Anyways, it's also Jaquaski Tart, but yeah, you know. yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're, the national media does struggle a little bit with some of the names, uh, but one thing I'll say is, is that that was a big, that was a big thing for us getting, you know, being able to keep Trent Williams. Uh, it looks like day to day is is a good sign for us. Um, and there were some other, you know, other ones as well that we got some good news on. Um, Javon Kinlaw, of course, same old, same old day to day. I know, I know, I freaked out a little bit when he went down in the game, and yeah. thank God it was just cramps and because he's a big old boy. And he, Shouldn't be having to run, you know, twenty yards downfield trying to chase Russell Wilson. It yeah. is what it is. But yes, Javon Kinlaw day to day, Kittle still day to day. A defensive end, Samson Ebicom dealing with some hamstring soreness, not tightness. Good news, not yeah. not tightness, soreness. So I they didn't say on here day to day, Ant, but if I had to imagine, it's probably day to day. Yeah. So Forty Irish fans, you know, coming out of this game, heading into this Arizona game, this team is screwed. It's over. It's done. There's too many injuries. You know. It, it, it doesn't matter how you feel about the quarterback situation. You're going to a rookie, so that always puts people a little bit on edge because you just don't know what you're going to get with a rookie quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I think for some people, there's excitement going that route. Oh, 100%. I yeah. mean, listen, there are things about Trey Lance and what he could add to the offense that excite me also, but there's also concerns. I, I try to be realistic about what we can expect out of a rookie quarterback right. in potentially what would be his first start, start against a team that in Arizona that is red hot. I'll tell you another thing. After seeing George Kittle get hit in that game, uh, the fact that he's day to day with just a calf contusion and doesn't have a torn ACL, a hip, you know, injury of some sort, an ACL is, sprain is amazing. I'm I'm very very happy because I had you know the Buddha Baker thought all over again uh, about last year. So I, I'm very happy that he's that he's seems to be like he's going to be good to go because I was worried about it. Correct. I, I was definitely worried about it too. And uh, yoga apparently Ant does wonders for the body, and I will be uh, taking a deep dive into what yoga could do for me. Yeah, you're not the only one. There's other people that have went into yoga. Jimmy Ward as well went into yoga. Um, a lot of these players are uh, Debo Samuel also went to yoga this off season. Talked so, about the hot yoga. Yeah. yeah, the hot yoga. It is it is a thing that is is growing, and it seems like the the players are taking full advantage of it, getting flexibility so they try not to be injured. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's a good sign for the 49ers. Hundred percent, a good sign for the 49ers. Jimmy G possibly a go. Trent Williams day to day. George Kittle flexibility through the roof. It's over nine thousand yeah. ant. That's great for the 49ers, but what isn't great is the fact that Robbie Gold, you know, kind of messed up his groin a little bit, strained his groin during pregame warmups, and now Ant Kicker Watch 2021 is officially in effect. Oh boy! We have gone from cornerback watch 2021 to running back watch 2021, full circle to the most important person on the field in Kicker Watch 2021. Ant, yes, I am being sarcastic. But Robbie Gold could potentially miss some time. That was the update that we got. He could potentially miss some time. Yeah. And the other concerning thing, there may be an IR designation for Robbie Gold, depending on how much time he's going to miss. So, Ant, what in the world are the 49ers going to do? Well, you had to have an IR designation for Robbie Gold because you have to be able to sign another kicker. Accurate. Um, so you need to put him on the IR. If he's going to miss more than you know one week, I mean, and really, you saw what happened when they tried to go with uh, Wisnowski, and it's nothing against Wisnowski. He's not a place kicker. That's he's not what a, he does. He's a punter. Yeah, he's a punter. So they need to bring someone in. So more than likely, this is going to be a short stay for Gold on the on the IR. They'll probably go on, come off after three weeks, hopefully. Um, but they're going to have to go out there, and they're going to have to sign a free agent kicker, which means here we go. We're going to have kickers coming in for workouts. 
and they're going to be seeing, you know, who is the best. Um, I wish it was Ray Wershing, but apparently he's not available anymore. Um, it's, it's too bad because he would he would have been lights out for us. But um, <laughs> no, yeah, there, and there's some there's some interesting names out there, Alex. There's some guys that they can actually go after, some veteran guys that you know can you know make field goals. But you have to have someone. I mean, really, the the key is you have to have somebody that can make convert extra points. So you don't have to go from you know two every single time. Uh, so it, it's going to be an interesting week to see who they end up signing. But it looks like they're going to have to bring a kicker in. They are. They're going to have to bring in a kicker. They're going to have to address this some way, shape, or form. And and there are some some veteran names out there. There's Stephen Gostowski. There's Greg Zerline, who I know was with the Dallas Cowboys, made a game winning field goal. They gave him the game ball and said sayonara, see you later. Um, I know he had back surgery in the offseason. But he did make a 50-yard field goal in, in prime time in, clutch, in a clutch situation. So maybe you take a look there and kick the tires on old Greg. Um, and then you have Greg Bull, uh, Bullock as well. And Randy Bullock. Yeah. Randy Bullock and Michael Badgley. Those are other four, basically four guys. The main four names, veteran names that are out there that are potentially kicking options. Badgley's had some misconcerns, but he also has been a guy who's been fairly consistent from deep. Bullock, for the majority of his career until the last, I think it was up to like 2018, was a guy who made 90% of his kicks. Yeah. 90%. Over the last three years, though, it's dropped to 80%. He's dropped 10 percentage points in the last three years. He has struggled. I know he struggled mightily last year with the Cincinnati Bengals in clutch situations, though not necessarily the thing you want to rely on if you're the 49ers. Uh, but of those four names right there, Ant, do you feel comfortable with any of them? Um, I think it depends on where you're kicking from, right? If Kyle Shanahan believes he's, he's going to consistently be kicking from under 50, Bullock makes the most sense because he's the most accurate from under 50. If you get him past 50, no, he's concerned. That's where he's struggling. That's where his numbers are falling off. So his leg is probably getting a little bit weaker than it used to be. As far as from deep, I like Goskowski because he's a guy that hit seven of eight from last year from over 50. Um, to me, that sounds like somebody that I would like to have in those type of situations. And it seems like the 49ers don't kick very many intermediates. It's either long or really short. So Goskowski might be the guy to go with. I don't know. Um, but it's going to be an interesting workout. But all those guys actually make sense in the fact that at least it's somebody that you know can go out there and execute a field goal, um, especially from 40, you know, 40 yards in or, you know, what, 48 yards in, something like that. I think they're all pretty comfortable from there. So at least there is viable options because I do remember in 2019 where we brought in guys that weren't viable options. And next thing you know, Chase McLaughlin. All of a sudden, you know, we got a chance to win the game against Seattle, and the kick goes wide left, and we lose in overtime. After he makes the one that sends it to overtime. Yeah. Oh. It's frustrating. Still frustrating. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a, a key signing for the 49ers. They have to bring in somebody that uh, can convert because there were opportunities for the 49ers to get field goals against Seattle, and it wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't there, and, and that leads to problems. and also leads to a shift in play calling, right? If you don't have a guy out there that you trust to put the ball through the uprights, you may be a little more aggressive or feel like you have to be more aggressive in order to get to the sticks. Definitely. And now you have a team that can just sit at the sticks and play it comfortably and not worry about anything. Oh, you're going to have to check. We're going to force you to check down. Whereas in the past, if you were close, right? It's third and seven, third and eight, things of that nature. Maybe you dial up a screen. Maybe you take a shot deep downfield. Maybe you play at the sticks. Maybe your playbook isn't limited because the defense also knows here they can just right. get three yards and be in field goal range. And you're not worried about that if you don't have a kicker. Right? You don't have a guy who can put it to the uprights. We just got to make sure you don't get a first down. You're not putting points up here. Um, that's good for us. It's good news for the defense. It makes their job easier, especially as the D coordinator. Um, you know, that's not the case. So not need to find someone for sure. The last guy I want them calling is Michael Badgley. Personally, the last guy. And that's only because he's been the most inaccurate of those guys. 
Um, Gostowski recently has had some inaccuracy issues inside of 50, but when you can make seven of eight kicks amp from uh, 50 plus yards, you just got to clean up some technique stuff in order to, to get it home and just get out of your own way and get out of your own mental space as a kicker in order to get it done. So 49ers have options. And again, it's short-term options. That's the great news. Short-term options, not long-term options for the 49ers. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see what they end up going with. I'm sure they're all, I'm sure they're going to work out a couple guys, see how it goes. Um, you would think they're keeping an eye on this no matter what. That's their job. But uh, who would have thought that we'd have got to this point in the, in, in the season it would have been like kicker watch, you know. Uh, not something I was looking forward to. Uh, I was hoping we were just going to have Robbie Gold, you know, out there knocking it away because he does a pretty good job. But it appears that we're going down this road and it's there's going to be a new kicker in San Francisco for the short term who it's going to be. That'll be fun. I'm sure I'm sure Alex would love to do a breaking news on the 49ers sign a kicker. No. Nigel Gruff from the replacements. <laughs> the leg. He's wiry. He's wiry. He's wiry. I don't know what that means. Wiry? What does that even mean? <laughs> wiry. Wiry. Uh, look, <laughs> they also are going to bring in Michael Kendricks for another workout ant. Um, linebacker, they brought him in. It looked like he was going to make the, the active roster. Then he gets hurt at training camp there. They put him on the IR. They reach an injury settlement. He goes out and does his thing. Looks like he's healthy. They're going to bring him back in and take a look-see here. What does this tell you about the linebacking room? Because most people are going to hear this and immediately think one thing and one thing only. Dre Greenlaw is in serious trouble, and it's going to be way longer than we think. But is it that? Could it be something else? 100% is something else because they brought Michael Kendricks in originally with Dre Greenlaw on the roster and healthy. It was not about Dre Greenlaw. This is a referendum on the other guys that are there with him, Marcel Harris and Flanagan Foles. Um, both of those guys haven't performed well. Now, Flanagan Foles has been outstanding on special teams. I mean, absolutely outstanding. But Marcel Harris hasn't played very good in the box. Now, the, the problem is Marcel Harris is getting all those reps. He's that guy in base four, three down sets that's out there playing. Um, so it looks like the 49ers are looking to improve that position uh, as of right now. And it would be short term, but also a backup in case somebody else goes down. You, you know, don't want Aziz going down or Greenlaw going down eventually when he comes back and being in the same situation. So they need to insulate themselves and have a better option there. Kendrick's in help in the short term. He's come, it'll be coming off a turf toe injury. That is really what it was. So they're bringing him for the workout. I guarantee is to look at the turf toe make sure it's all healed up and that he's ready to go. And then they can bring him back in and then he'll be able, they, they feel comfortable with this guy. And I know I feel comfortable with him in base four, three sets. Um, so it, it makes sense to me. And it's a, it's a way better option for your, your roster and your team than the guys that are currently there. Correct. It's an improvement. It bolsters the back end, And that's, that's important for this team because we've seen injuries happen. And when injuries happen, you got to be able to insulate yourself from those things. Um, and the big thing is too, with this is this is a guy who's played against NFC West opponents. Yeah, so you're bringing yes. him in, he's comfortable, he's familiar with schemes, he's familiar with team strengths, weaknesses, where they want to attack, how they want to attack, etc. Um, and more insight into Seattle as well doesn't hurt. It, it, it never hurts. It never hurts. And, and you're not shocked that it's Michael Kendricks over Reuben Foster. No, I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm not, I'm not surprised, Dan. I'm not yeah, surprised. No one's going that route. No, I'm not. I know I'm not. Personally, I know I'm not. I would have done it. It's just sad, dude. It's just sad. I would have done it. Remember, remember in face-off yesterday when you asked me about the Brady situation, I was just like, it's just unfortunate. It just sucks. That Reuben Foster thing is just sad, man. Just can't get out of his own way. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of guys like that. That's very true, and they're yeah. all sad. It's yeah. very, very sad tales. Yeah, there's one guy that could have been the sack leader of all time. Let's not talk about that. And he's not even playing. Let's right not now. talk about it, Ant. Sorry, I'm just saying. I thought he finally turned the corner. He did turn the corner. Yikes. But, um, <laughs> but, um, 
Look, let us know what you thought about this breakdown. Michael right. Kendricks coming back in for this workout, right? Kicker Watch 2021, Jimmy G potentially being good to go. And the greatest news of all of this, Ant, Brent Williams not being serious. Yeah. That shoulder may be A-OK, -okay, and we may have him going into week five. We want to hear about all of it down below in the comment section right now. Let us know about it. Let us know how you're feeling. And while you're down there, don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell. That way you're here in case there is breaking news and Jimmy is officially good or Trent is officially good or anything else that we have coming your way. Tons of great content. You don't want to miss any of it. Yeah, and let us know what kicker you would sign. Are, is there any of these kickers that make more sense than the other? And Jay Elliott, I'm going to shout you out and say, I'm sure you're going to think of somebody that we haven't thought of. True. Uh, if you do, please leave in the comment section. I'm interested to hear that. Um, he always comes up with some really good ones that I haven't thought of, and they're always intriguing. So um, put it in there and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about everything that's going on in 49er land. I'm really curious. Um, what's your take on Jimmy G? Do you think it's, hey, you know what, Jimmy's hurt. Let's just go with Trey, roll with the kid. Um, or, you know, let's wait on Jimmy. Let's see what's up. I'm, I'm curious what people think on this. Absolutely. I feel it's going to be very polarizing, and it's going to be very spicy down there in the comment section. But you know what? Spice sometimes, good thing. It adds flavor to a conversation. It's the spice of life. Absolutely. Spice of life is the most one of the most important things, man. Yeah. You just Otherwise, it's just bland, right? It's, it's Jimmy or Trey or Jimmy it's, or Trey or I mean, Jimmy or Trey. No one wanted a boring 49ers 4-0 with no quarterback talk. Who Why? And 49ers fans would have hated that. Yeah. They would have hated it. You boring. know what? You know what? We would have been 4-0, but we would have blown teams out even more if Trey had played or, you know, people saying the in wow. exact inverse, right? We would have been 0-4 if, 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 you know, if, if Trey was – I mean, it's – 49ers fans right now, it's almost like we just can't be happy. Let's just be happy. We, Yes, we've taken some lumps this week. Yeah. The past couple of weeks, we've taken some lumps. But you know what? We may get Trent back. We may have Jimmy being A-OK. -okay. You know, we're bringing in Michael Kendricks. And Robbie Gold is only a strained groin for a little bit of time. Things could be worse, folks. They could actually be worse. We should be counting our blessings, Ant. Well, to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. We're going to come together and push towards the playoffs. Unity is abounding. Uh, Let's hope. Unity. We're all going to come together. It, it's it's going to happen. We're 49er fans, and everyone can agree that no matter what happens at the quarterback position, we want our team to win. We want our team to win. That is for sure. Cutback crew, faithful. Until the next one, you stay safe. Remember the right way. Is, is always, always the 49ers, 49ers one.